Jerry Springer, rest his soul. Oh, man. It's kind of like everyone's favorite uncle. I know, he was a very personable guy, though. For the type of talk show he had, he was very uh, relatable. I'll say that. One sec. Gotta pick my nose. That was longer than a second. His original, well, the thing that made his show was not even his concept. I'm sure you've seen like a documentary on how it came to be. Uh, no. He had more of a regular type of a talk show, you know, Ricky Lake style or whatever. Not trying to compare him to that, but that was one of the... Like Donahue, like it was just a talk show. That was the era that he was in. She was on at the same time. Anyway, some people devised a scheme and said, hey, let's go on there and fight. It was a guest idea, yeah. and it was such a big hit. Started a trend. They kind of started <laughs> casting for that, yeah. You know, if you're not going to swing at them, at least throw a chair. Come if on. If I'm not mistaken, they were at a spring break or something when that happened. It was away from the home studio. Were, were they like kind of like younger guests? It seems like I remember something about them being like college age or something like that. They were going to fake some sort of breakup or something. I don't want to say it was the MTV spring break. I really don't know. But yeah, they were younger, and uh-huh. they said, we're, let's go on there and let's fight. It was staged between them, but the show producers didn't know it. I mean, it was shocking, I'm sure, at first, because no one had seen anything like that, like a live fight taking place on a talk show. What? And it's just like, now, after it happened, it's kind of like, why not? You know, it's the same rationale behind a car accident. People don't want to admit it, but they can't look away. They're always interested. And that's kind of what Jerry Springer's show became when it hit its stride in the late 90s. It just became a train wreck, really. (laughs) Show after show of people just fighting each other over the dumbest shit. Initially, when they started doing that, everyone wanted to watch. That's how big it was. Jerry Springer had his own movie called The Ringmaster. And what else would you call it? What else well, would you call it? just look at Steve Wilkos. He got his own show based on the popularity of the other yeah. one. But regardless, when it swept the nation, it was a big thing at first. Yeah. said it was definitely something no one expected and no one had ever seen before. I don't know his career and, and things like that or what led him to the point of even having his show. Politics. Politics and then being, I think, a local newsman or something like that. Newsman. Wow. Like who the hell calls him? A newsman. That? A newsman. I'm a sportsman <laughs> and this is a newsman. He ran for mayor of Cincinnati and served in the late mid to late 70s. And then after that, he went for a uh, Democratic nomination for uh, governor. Lost. And then I after that, I think that was in the early 80s when he ended his political career and he went into the local news and was a newscaster or a weatherman or something like that. I, I don't remember his exact role. A newsman. Yeah, a newsman. You know, just all around. <laughs> and then uh, that evolved somehow an opportunity into talk when talk shows started becoming a thing and bigger hits. And he stuff. became a talk fellow. A talksman. A talksman. You know, and the rest is history after that once his show began. But you were right. His show did start off very vanilla. I'll say, very plain. It was just the Jerry Springer show, and that was literally it. Him and a nice little set with a little row of chairs and people and their constant dilemmas. He hit number one Google search today, and when you look now, he died of cancer, apparently pancreatic cancer, because that's also one of the top Google searches, so I'm sure it's a spinoff of <laughs> what did he die from, and then people research what did he go through, yeah. most or, likely. Or, like, what's a pancreas? <laughs> we don't know how uneducated these Google searches are. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I know more than one person without their pancreas now. Really? Uh, yep. I went out with a girl that was, had hers removed at one point, and now, not to say any names, but we've probably seen it in Easley. We've had a, someone that was struggling a good bit and has has theirs out now, I believe, I think. 
Last post I saw was a positive report, at least. Oh, wait. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. I graduated with him. I even had a drama class with him. Yeah, at least it's, it's going well from what I saw. He's had quite an ordeal, though, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And gosh, it can be that way with healthcare. It really can. If you're outside of the norm of what they treat, so you're in that 5 to 10% that's a little bit different, Whew, good luck. But yeah, if you're if you're a little bit off of that typical diagnosis type, you get punted around a lot. Sadly, but you do. You get punted from one doctor to the next. Doctors are just workers like everybody else. If they can cut a corner or do something easier and still get paid for it, they're going to do it. Yeah, and it's no <laughs> offense to a doctor, but I you know sometimes I wish they were more prone to taking a personal interest in situations like that. See it through to completion. I hate I hate to say, Beth, I get the impression sometimes, at least for around here, it's the culture of the industry. Around here. Yeah. And that does make a difference. I've lived places in Texas and Vegas. I thought it was a little bit better. Here, it's like, well, I did everything I could do. I referred them to a specialist, and <laughs> if that didn't figure it out, well, you know, it's like, no, no, they got to charge me first for that referral. And then whatever they do from that <clears throat> referral at the other practice, then they'll charge me for that. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, that was my whole point, though. They, there is an ability for them to charge enough to make it worth their while to do what they can. And it might be annoying to them because it's not something they have a quick fix for. Or they may jump to the conclusion to say, well, hypochondriac, let's get them, get them shipped on out. But mm, those office visits bill pretty high. Yeah. And and it, it's enough to, no matter what the situation is, look pretty deep into it. I, know, I just know what my copay is, but what the total charge was for the visit for that referral, I can only imagine. Just for a referral. The God bless Which, them, they need that. It, it, should be <laughs> enough, it should just be enough motivation to take interest. Yeah, to get more of a shit, not just about, uh, you know, the people that you see, but doing your job to the best of your ability. The system does it to the doctors too, though, in a way. it The system pushes the narrative. Yeah. A bit. It, uh, push, it pushes their workflow. It dictates their workflow. That's what influences the culture of the business. It's not health care. It's a health business because there's no compassion. It's just all clock in, clock out. As far as the workers are concerned, the hourly ones at least, they're just in it for the benefits and things like that. And doctors are in it for that typical six-figure salary and the prestige of being a doctor, you know, in the area. I, I honestly get the impression just with my brief experience with doctors and even my sisters that doctors, you you see them at their convenience. You know, if you got to go through surgery, it's at their convenience. Like, I love the fact that Fridays, good luck in seeing a doctor on a fucking Friday. That's a half day, assuming if they're even open at all. When did doctors decide like, okay, Monday through Thursday, that's all we're going to do. Well, that can be their prerogative, but when you get in and see them and they charge $500 for a new patient visit, can't just punt. Yeah, well, I mean, what not, do the 5 to $100 really pay for? There's like, different types of punts, too. If it's not a good one, then you might have some more work to do. But yeah, you're back to square one. Really. It's not me trying to be bitter. It goes back to the point, though, that you're in that 10% of things that are not as easy to diagnose and treat. You get kicked around a lot. You know, I wish uh, Jerry Springer did a show about that. But anyway, to reel it back in, Jerry Springer, I, ladies and gentlemen, what a life lived. 79 years young. My real health care talk is coming up. Did it, that, did it. <laughs> <laughs> Build up with a drum roll. Well, I need an audience first. Yeah. I'm not going to go comprehensive on a subject and just have 30 people watch it, which, to be fair, we could probably get 150. But when the time is right, we will pick that apart with a fine tooth comb. Oh, we'll pick it. We'll pick it till it bleeds. <laughs>